Pittsburgh Steeler fan behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again with another breaking news podcast. That's right. It is Wednesday. It is August 31st. And this time it is the Steelers announcing, well, what we thought would be their practice squad, but really it's half their practice squad. But once again, I'm not alone on this one. I've got one senior editor, Jeff Hartman. Jeff, how are you doing? Uh, I'm great. I really wish the Steelers would be more timely with things. This is annoying. Yeah, timely is right because, my goodness, how long did we have to wait for this announcement to finally get here? Um, Let's just say this. I've been sitting by my phone for all about five hours. So that's no fun. I feel like they're the last team to even announce any practice squad signings, and they don't even do all of them. They do eight. Yes, that's (laughs) the thing. There's eight of them. But the one thing about it being eight is – all eight of them came from their their roster that they had before this last line of cuts. So these are eight guys that they're familiar with. So I'll ask you before we even get into the names. Do you think this means that what they're doing now is looking outside of who they already had in their camp? I do, but my next question is, is why are you doing like why, what is the delay? This is what I don't understand from an organizational standpoint, from a scouting department standpoint. What is the delay? Why have you not been doing this already? Looking at viable options of players that you know are probably going to be on the open market, having your eye on players that you might want to bring in and add to your practice squad. It's great that they keep all these players in house, but at the same time, what are you waiting on? I don't get this. Uh, But nonetheless, it it ultimately typically doesn't matter. Uh, But still, this is a big deal for a lot of fans. We'll put it that way. Yeah, and maybe maybe they're just trying to work something special. I, I don't know. I thought there was going to be guys going on IR today. Yeah, we got nothing there. You know, there is a report that the Demonte KZ is out in enough time where he would be back in week four. Well, if he goes on IR, then he can't come back until week five because he has to miss right. the first four games. So, is that one week really worth using the the roster spot for three weeks, or would they better be better off having someone else. That's the big question. Uh, very surprised by that, but you know, there, there's no rule that they had to put them on IR as soon as the 24 hours was up. I mean, really, they could have done it at noon if they wanted to, because it just had to be done with the waiver period. But uh, no one, no announcement of going of anyone going on IR, no announcement of any change of the 53-man roster. But let's get into these eight players. The Steelers signed. Five guys on offense and three on defense. We'll start off with the position where they had three players from from the same position, and that would be offensive line. They brought back, uh, it was reported much earlier in the day, offensive lineman John LeGlue. They also brought back the two of the players that they had picked up during the time of when the preseason game started, and that was William Dunkel and Ryan McCullum. Jeff. Are, are you surprised that we're seeing those names and not somebody like a Trent Scott or a Chaz Green? Um, I'm probably the wrong person <laughs> to have on this show. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, because like Chaz Green was on the practice squad last no, year. No, no, I know, I know, you know? I know. No, I know, but you say William Dunkel and like you're expecting some football analyst and I keep, analysis no, and I keep thinking, no. like, what a funny name. Like, yes, William Dunkel, Billy Dunkel. Um, D- Hall was where my math classes were in college. That's what I think of every time I hear that name. So, uh, I mean, for me, 
I, I don't I don't know anything about these guys. I know John yeah. LeGlue. That's about yeah. it. Uh, so, hey, those three thumbs up. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I guess here's the because we'll get to one on defense as well. I guess the players that the Steelers, you know, picked up on waivers and things of that nature during during quote unquote training camp, although some of it was after they broke camp and it was just during the preseason that those guys were almost auditioning for practice squad spots because, because several of them made it, but we'll go ahead and roll into the, the, the next, well, let's just say this, the other two offensive players. And that was one wide receiver, Cody white and running back Anthony McFarland jr. Are you surprised to see Ant Mac back, or were you fully expecting that? Ah, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited that Anthony McFarland's sticking around. Uh, I think that he had a great preseason. He finally stayed healthy. I was hoping he made the 53 man roster. We both had him on our predictions, our final predictions to make that that roster. Uh, and and you know what running back health is like in the National Football League, and you never know if you'll need that player that knows the system and things like that. So that's important. Cody White, I mean. Everyone wants to compare him to like Daniel McCullers or the weasel boy, Jordan Berry, because he's always around, but he's not on the active roster all the time. He may, I know he made it there last year. Uh, Cody White's at good insurance policy. That's the way I view him. Uh, But I'm glad both guys stuck around. I I think those are good additions. Was there anyone else on the offense for the Steelers that was released, you know, uh, the news earlier today, the only player that the Steelers cut that was claimed on waivers was cornerback Justin Lane. And we'll talk about that when we get to the defense, just My a minute. Buddy. Yeah. Lust, good old Lustin Jane. Lustin Jane. The, the question is, <laughs> are there any, is there anyone on offense that you still, you know, thought the Steelers would bring back to the practice squad or you think they still, you know, is, is out there? Well, both Tylers were enticing yeah. players for me. Tyler Vaughn's, Tyler Sneed. I would have loved to see them try to keep them. Uh, I, I honestly would have entertained, even if they were, this would have had to be in concert with a Mason Rudolph trade of some kind, but Chris Oladokun, who ended up signing with the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad, um, I would have been okay with them bringing him back, but that didn't happen. So there's just the two Tylers from a wide receiver standpoint, but they kept seven wide receivers. <laughs> Yeah. How many more do you need on the practice squad? They like what Cody white brings. So uh, ultimately those are the only two that I had. What about you? Yeah. Tyler Vaughn's is one that I would like to see on the practice squad just because staying within the organization, it might be right now that there are guys that were with the Steelers that the Steelers said, Hey, we want to put you the practice squad. I don't think they practice tomorrow, do they? The Steelers? I'm not sure. They hadn't announced a practice yet. It might yeah. be that they were giving them a long You stay a, a on top weekend. of that more than I do. I just show up every day to work. And, like, what do do today? <laughs> and like, they practice today. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know that there's – I mean, that wasn't – that wasn't on the schedule at the beginning of the week. And I heard a rumor that they might be giving them a long weekend after everything. Mm, So if that's the case, it's not like they have to rush these guys to get them for practice tomorrow. Maybe they said, Hey, if you really want to talk, you know, we understand this. We want you, we will give you this amount of time. If you want to do it, if they wanted to talk and see if there was another opportunity that they feel that, there's a team that doesn't have seven players at the position already on the 53, that that would maybe be something more enticing them. But Tyler Vaughn's, I would say, would be the main one. I was surprised Trent Scott wasn't, but he's one of those guys because he's a veteran guy that he just might hold out for a while before going on the practice squad and then say, yeah, I'd like to do it. But, yeah. or, but you know, to see if he could catch on with, a, with another team on their 53. 
but because he was one of the last guys they released. Same kind of thing with Joe Hag. I don't know if he's interested in being on a practice squad. You just don't know with these guys well, and, and, that and have been around for yeah, a while. And that's the thing. I, I said this on my Let's Ride podcast back when I think the first the cuts that were made, everyone was surprised with uh, Oladokun and Avery. I said I, I still do believe that there is such thing, and I think the Steelers abide by this as professional courtesy. Yeah. You know, they might want they might have wanted hey you know, Chaz green or whatever, Joe Haig love to have you on the practice squad. They might say, guys like practice squad. Are you serious? I mean, I've been in this league for yeah. how many years? Give me a chance to go and actually get a spot somewhere else. And then we'll talk practice squad. That might be how it goes. Yeah. And we do know the practice squad is more fluid than the 53 man roster and they can move players off and on. Uh, so I still believe that that is a possibility here. And I think some fans don't ever, you know, Oh, like Joe Hague, he, he should be brought back. Maybe Joe Hague, they're giving him a chance to go out and try to find something better. Uh, and, and maybe that means waiting until the regular season. And if an injury happens, then he gets signed off the street. That does happen. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I still believe that exists. Yeah. And, and honestly, the, the Steelers dress, you got to dress eight offensive linemen. If you're going to fill your whole roster, yeah. they only have eight offensive linemen. I thought that's still a position, you know, you could always elevate a guy off the practice squad. So if you're, if you just want to, you know, get your opportunity, perhaps the Steelers isn't a bad place to go. Or if someone does ultimately end up on IR, one of these veteran guys, you know, they might be waiting around for that. We'll see. Let's go to the defense. Yep. On the defense, there was there was three players so far that are signed. Um, we've got we get to say it again, Jeff. We get to say Hamilcar. it. Hamilcar Rashid. Hamilcar Rashid. He's there. Um, <laughs> defensive tackle Carlos Davis and defensive back Elijah Riley. Those mm. are the three players that the Steelers have announced so far on their practice squad. Yeah. Any thoughts that stand out there? Poor Khalil, man, that's going to be a rough Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I asked this yesterday to Brian. I asked it last night on the Scobro show with my brother. I'm like, could, can you, could you separate those guys? They did. I, I didn't know if you could. And honestly, if they were going to go keep one, I thought it would have been Khalil. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, I, that's a good pickup. Uh, I, I'm shocked that Henry Mondo didn't find his way on the practice squad yet. He still that's might. another surprise. Um, but great. I, I think the the Rashid keeping him in in house is important. He has. I, I liked what I saw. I think he just needs a little time to develop. I feel feel like he could be a number four outside linebacker for them if he stays in the system. Give him another year. Uh, and Elijah Riley, we both had him yeah. the safety as making the 53 due to the Kaziz injury. But they keep him on the practice squad. I like what he brings too. So what I'm seeing here, I view the practice squad not as the team that the unit's going to get the team ready for the upcoming game, although that's what they do. But also as okay, they're like the, they're the taxi squad. If something happens, do they have someone that can step up and actually have experience? Riley does. Davis does. Rashid does. That's really good. And then you throw go back to the offense. Cody White, Anthony McFarland. I love the experience they have in these eight players that they kept. So ultimately, I, I was really happy with those three. Yeah, and it's it's just that whole it's an incomplete. I'm like, come on, Steelers. It's after 5 30 p.m. when you could have done this forever and you're only giving us eight. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to announce eight more all at once, or do you think these are going to then start trickling in one one or two at a time? Hey, um, from from an editorial and podcast side, bring us one at a time. We'll do a breaking <laughs> news podcast. <for> <laughs> Every one of them. Every one of them. So, yeah. Um, I'm just going to give a little bit of my overall thoughts. You mentioned Chris Oladokun earlier. I 
I've I've been in the camp that they had no interest in signing him to the practice squad. None. I they don't keep four other outside of 2020 uh, was one thing. And two, if I said one, right? I don't want to say a and then two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, one and two. That if they really had him in their plans, you don't release him partway through. You don't release him in an earlier cut. So yeah. that just told me that was not part of the plan. So I, that even if he didn't get picked up somewhere else, I wouldn't have expected to see his name here. But now we get to see they're looking around the league. What are they doing? Um, no, I'm still more surprised that there was no one on IR. I guess that's good, but that is still surprising, especially when the report was Kazee was going on IR and some people already thought he was there, but he, we just assumed they were waiting for for Wednesday and that still hasn't happened as of this recording. Yeah, I I don't think there's a there's a rush to do that. Um but there are even beat writers that said Marcus Allen's going to be back tomorrow and he's going to be one of the guys that fills in for AKZ yeah. who goes on IR. Now, that didn't happen. So, uh we'll, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. There's going to be more news here folks. Obviously, they have eight more slots to fill in the practice squad. Uh potential injured reserve. I could see Calvin Austin, the third going on IR with his foot injury. Um, and so if that's the case, if not, Hey, that's great. Let's, let's see what the young yeah. guy can do. But ultimately if he needs time, give him time and you can fill that roster spot with someone else. So we'll see how it goes, but eight, eight out of 16. That's what we get. It just doesn't seem like they're like, they're pressing at all. That's that's what you were saying. Important to them. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, well, that's just kind of our feelings sitting back with this. We're like, come on, you could do this now. Where are you? Oh, you're only going to do eight. Maybe the problem is it's too important to them. Maybe they're being too meticulous. Well, not too meticulous, but even more meticulous than they have been in the past. It's just hard, hard to judge, but that's what it is. Uh, if there's if we get another eight, we will bring you another podcast. But sure. that is the news for now. Make sure you're checking out all of the uh, behind the steel curtain podcasts. Uh, make sure if you're if you're listening to this on Wednesday that you are checking out the Know Your Enemy podcast tonight, going around eight thirty p.m. Pittsburgh time, uh, live on YouTube and Facebook Live. Uh, check that out with for a little something special. But make sure that you're at least checking out all of the different podcasts that we have to offer. We're not saying that all of them are for you, but there should be something for everybody. So Jeff, you have any, any last second thoughts before we go? Are you good to go? Go Steelers. Yep. That's the way we finish (laughs) it off. Go Steelers. 